Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Dottie Pepper has been on the West Coast for the last month covering the PGA Tour for CBS Sports. She has just gotten home, and the first thing she wanted to do was talk to me. It's a pleasure to welcome Dottie Pepper back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Dottie? I'm, I'm great, JP. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, so that I, I was Good. I was fibbing. I was fibbing about it being the first thing you wanted to do. Well, the first thing I wanted to do was was put my get my suitcase put away. I, that's <laughs> one of those things I always try to get done first when I get home. So it's just I, I don't want to see it after a month. Now I'm ready for you. Okay, uh, San Diego, Pebble Beach, Phoenix, Los Angeles—all great venues, yes. all great tournaments. Which event do you enjoy the most? Hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think from a sense of history and generally pretty decent weather, I think L.A. is the one I enjoy the most. I think the one you anticipate the most is certainly Torrey Pines because it's the first of the year for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be a madhouse on Saturday. Sunday is just a really packed, exciting final day of a PGA Tour event. This happens to be Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but I think my, I think I like I like Riviera best of, of all of them. It's a great place. It's a great place. Yeah. Um, give me your impressions. Of, I don't think I've ever asked you this, of the 16th hole in Phoenix. I think it's fabulous. One that whole atmosphere, I think, is fabulous. One, maybe two times a year. Uh, it does cross over and get other people exposed to golf that aren't otherwise there. But I think you also saw uh, some tempered reactions this year by the players because they're playing for $20 million. I think, you know, you didn't see as many guys changing into jerseys and there weren't as many hats thrown into the gallery. Uh, all, all of that stuff was really tempered because the, the the competition of it was ramped up the way it was. Would Dottie Pepper, the player, enjoy that environment? I would have to come up with a really good mental game plan for the week. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a non-answer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, Hold on. We're jotting, I think... we're jotting down no. Hold on. <laughs> Shutting down, yeah, probably not my favorite. And and I think there are guys like like Pastor Cantlay that aren't wired for that all the time. But I would tell you, it does take some, it takes some adjustment, it takes some preparation, it takes some appreciation, uh, and it takes being really uh, flexible with your timing every day because you can't get stuck. So, for example, we our hotel is seven minutes from the golf course, and it took thirty. Hmm. So th- those are just the things you have to factor in every day yeah yeah all right i'm not going to allow winning to be your answer what makes john rom the best player in the world he has a reserve of determination that is pretty special uh and he seems to rebound quicker than and maybe better than a lot of other other players do. But he also physically has a lot of strengths. And when you drive the golf ball like he does most of the time, 
you're playing so much offense that it's almost impossible not to have something good happen throughout the day and days on end. Uh, we're talking, by the way, with Dottie Pepper here on the Augusta Golf Show. Okay, West Coast winners. Rom a couple of times, Max Homa, mm. Justin Rose, Scotty Scheffler. Pretty impressive list. Do you think, Dottie, with the designated events, the list this season might look like this a little more and more? It, it could. Um, I mean, if you just play the designated events, for some of these guys, that's playing more than they have in the past. And I, I think a lot of these guys haven't played enough to really get the most out of a great run. They're just not going to go X or they're not going to go Y because it's not my favorite place to play or I'm going to play somewhere. I think you're going to have these guys get up, be able to get on a roll uh, because they're going to be playing these designated events more often in a greater flow. When you were playing well, did you want to play more often? I wanted to first take the week off before major. Mm. So I always block the major out. Uh, I generally played better if I took the week off. But, so, but there, were, there were years that there weren't enough events on the LPGA schedule to do that. Yeah. So you were a little bit uh, handcuffed by that. Um, and, I, and I liked to play a lot at the beginning of the season because I was raring to go. And I was generally healthy and couldn't wait to get playing, especially when the LPGA started in Florida. And it was, you know, nothing's more than maybe a three hour drive from where I lived. So that was always a big advantage too. Um, but I, you know, we're still figuring out this designated event thing. What's, what is it going to look like next year? I, I highly doubt that they're going to be the same designated events. No, uh, I, I think their plan is to designate other events. Yeah. Yes. So I, I think we're still, we're still a couple of years from seeing how this flows from year to year to year, but, but so far, um, and granted I'm biased because we have a lot of those designated mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get, we get really wonderful fields quite a few times, guaranteed wonderful fields. But I, I think it's overall going to be very, very positive. I know, I, I know you had the other groups and the other side of the golf course, but what did you make of what Tiger accomplished? You know what was cool is that we were almost um, the way that golf course set out at Riviera and where the last group was and where he was. It was almost like they were uh, parallel runways. Yeah, going like if you're landing at Hartsfield International and you see a plane out off the right side or off your left side, um, there were parallel runways, and it was it was wild because at the start of the day or through the first six holes of Saturday's round there were more people following Tiger than there were following the leaders by a pretty good amount. Now that, that changed as the day went on, but it was, the buzz was back. Not that there hasn't been a buzz. It was just ramped up. You know, it seemed that way on television. I, for some reason, and maybe it's unfair of me to think about this for the Los Angeles crowds, they seemed rambunctious. They seemed worked up. They seemed, there was a lot of yelling going on. There absolutely was. Um, there were a lot of a lot of kids from Tiger's uh, Foundation out on Saturday. That was cool. But you know what else? I think um, it was a holiday weekend, and I think that helped a little bit too. People weren't working um, on Monday generally for a lot of people being a bank holiday, so they were they had an extra day to really have a good time. So you're trying to convince me there are people in Los Angeles that work. 
Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. 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 Um, no, it was it was it was it was as alive as I'd seen it out there in a really long time. Hmm. And what was cool too was that the golf course responded. It, it played the way you know Riviera can. The wind didn't get in the way the way it did a couple of years ago. We didn't have any crazy rain that softened the golf course. It was just pure hard golf. Is that is that the I love Riviera. Is that the kind of golf course you like? You know, I'm, I I yeah. love Jim Furyk's line. If it was built before 1974, I probably like it. If it was built after 1974, I probably don't like it. Mm. I'm not I'm not so sure about those those dates, but okay. yes, I, I like that kind of golf course where it, it's right in front of you. There's there's nothing hidden about what you need to do, and it's really a, a kind of a chess match from the very beginning about where you're going to put the golf ball so I can get from point. So I have to be thinking about where C is, uh, but I need to think about where B and A are before that so I can wiggle my way through and get to the best angles, especially when it played firm like that. So it was, I think a place like that is a good warm up for any major tournament. Mm. It was uh, somebody, somebody had the headline last week that was, that it was a mini major and no question about it. That was, it was cool. Speaking of majors, your next event will be here in April. What are you looking forward to the most? Oh, man. Uh, will will you be in the fairways? Well, uh, we don't have official assignments yet. Okay. Good answer. But I have been for the last three. Yeah, yeah, yeah three in a row. Yeah, good yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, one of my most anxious to see the change at 13. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really um, anxious to see how that will play on a calm day, how it will play on a day when the fronts come in and the players have that in their face. Or cool. Yeah, or cool. Exactly. I, I, I'm really anxious to see that. And I'm, and I'm really interested to see how players come through. You know, they've got three more designated events in the next five weeks. Who, who maintains form or who finds it? And then inevitably you're going to be looking to the Rory story to try to finish the grand slam. That's something nobody's going to be able to avoid. So I I think 13 who holds form and how McElroy responds with this opportunity yet again. Do you think at some point Rory gets it done? I think it's almost impossible to think that he wouldn't. Hmm. Yeah. She is Dottie Pepper. She covers the game for CBS Sports, and she is very gracious about her time just getting back from the West Coast. Uh, thank you for this, Dottie, and I look forward to seeing you in a in a short period of time. We've got, uh, what, four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. It's going to fly. It's going to be great. Thank you, ma'am. Look forward to seeing you. Love, 